that old tater tot ass anthem from the 90s. You already know. (laughs) (laughs) I used to love that song when I was little because I was like around the same age as all the little kids in the video. And I was just like, yes, bitch. Yes. (laughs) This is me right here. Like you have no understanding. I, I would definitely just, just a twinkle in my little mama's eye. Well, I was right. accident, so I can't even tell that lie. <laughs> you a real 90s baby. Okay. What year was you born? 91. Ooh, yeah, I was in first grade. Anyway, <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Neck of the Woods. I am your player partner, Freshalina. And I'm your homeboy, Sir Ratchetness. And we looking for Daquan. Have you seen Daquan? <laughs> Where the fuck is this nigga at? Daquan out here fucking all you white bitches. Stealing your mama checkbooks. Oh my God. Stealing all your mama good towels out the bathroom. Right. And using them to um, clean his damn shoes and shit. Like, and her Daquan is that nigga. Daquan is that nigga. God. Bitch, you answer me. The Quan said, if you ain't talking money, you ain't talking shit. If you ain't talking money, I don't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> the Quan is that motherfucking nigga. Yes, I had to curse like that to describe his greatness. But, um, oh my God. How was your 4th of July? My 4th of July was cool. I went out with Bay. We went to go bae. see the right? Young Bay, <laughs> not that creepy ass old Bay. We went wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You um, you upgraded. I did. Oh, tell me more. Tell me more. Uh, I'm mean, kind of an Instagram hoe, but I take it. It is oh, what it is. God. It is what it is. I mean, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. But he's honest about it. Like he'd be like. Uh, I just got this DM. I'm gonna screenshot it to you, so you don't have no problem. <laughs> I'm like, oh, at least you care. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. So, okay, what did you and Bay get into? Uh, we went to go see the fireworks in the park, and then we went out to eat, and then I got drunk, like Fantasia oh, drunk. Oh, What was you drinking? I was drinking some Long Island, but I forgot you sweat out all the liquids in your body, so I was replacing them with alcohol. So oh, I was in a club, tipping out. You was leaning. Yeah, I was leaning bad. Oh, my goodness. I remember when I first started drinking, I used to drink Long Islands all the time. Because it didn't, you know, taste like right. anything. It should be like 95% alcohol. Baby, when I tell you, them shits used to just creep up on me. And I would just feel it all in my neck. Like. Felt like somebody just took my neck and said, oh, bitch. And oh, my goodness. I used to be trashed in those days. My good old early 20s when I was like you. When your body can take it. Shit, my body couldn't take it in. Oh, my goodness. Those were the good old days back in the the, the walk it out era. Well, not walk it out era. I was a little older. But um, what songs was that? The like? crank that era? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> I'll never forget, actually, um, the first time I saw like the, the Soldier Boy video was um 
it was on the fourth of July or whatever year that was when that uh song came out. And I remember my um brother's girlfriend at the time was uh showing me how to do it. And I was like, What the fuck is this? <laughs> really? This monkey ass shit. Superman that hoe. Watch me. You. And she was doing it in front of like a um in front of the mirror. And I was like, what the fuck? You're like, girl, I got to make sure I got this down before we go out tonight. Because <laughs> that was during the time where niggas used to go to the club and we would really be in that bitch dancing, dancing. Like, that was the whole, I'm swag, I'm surfing, I'm clean like this detergent. And we would be dancing and walking it out and doing all this other shit that you would not find my that ass thing, doing. Do your head. Hit that right oh my god a bitch used to be in the club fucking drenched with sweat like it was like zumba in that motherfucker trap zumba all these young niggas just gathered around dancing and all kind of shit like that's why i don't give these young kids hell like y'all dance y'all do y'all damn thing and have fun because i definitely had fun in my early 20s for real now i'm an old bitch at the age of 29 and I don't do shit that's okay it's okay to be washed at least you get into the money okay I'm the way way washed okay <laughs> that's just it but did you hit up like any cookouts anything we barbecued on the second like we got that shit way out <laughs> like we don't play those games we barbecued two days before you sound like so many other people I, I know like it was so many people who was like getting fucked up starting on the third that nobody really even noticed that it was uh the fourth and it actually you know? felt good here so we could have barbecued but we was like nah we getting this way out the fucking way so y'all can come <laughs> get y'all place now <laughs> right and so y'all can just post up on the actual fourth and just drink or something right that's just hilarious. Well, I'm glad you had a good fourth. I didn't do shit, but I don't ever do shit, y'all. I'm really like lame as fuck. <laughs> Whenever I have a day off, I'm just like, yes, yeah, sleep. I don't want to be dealing with anybody, you know, talk to Bay a little bit, but then I'm like, okay, nigga, go your separate way and go find you something to do. I am about to catch up on reading or sleeping. So, you living a life. Like it's golden. Exactly. You probably live like you probably live like Felicia Rashad. I feel like that's a cute thing. Right. Like I'm really lame as hell. Put on some comfortable house shoes. Your good silk uh pajamas. Listen, I'm and just walk around the house like Marlo. I'm on my Jill Scott shit. Made me some breakfast (laughs) toast. To Grits. That's all the fuck be going on with me. Like, if I'm not reading, I'm in here doing some other shit. Like, on Pinterest, pinning pictures of photo albums, frames, and shit. Like, I'm a mess. I don't have anything going on. That's okay. It works for me. I had all my fun already. I've talked about this already. I feel like being a new money nigga and feeling like I had to be everywhere where everybody else was at mm-hmm. back in, you know, a couple years ago. I'm so good on it. 
you can catch me in Sam Club, and that's about it. That's the only damn club I'm going to these catch days. Catch me at Walmart three o'clock in the morning. Hello, that's my favorite time to fucking go. When they stalking stuff and it's nobody in there and it's empty as hell, like I cannot do it. Once it hits like maybe nine a.m. Because uh-uh. people got kids and shit in there because you know school out. Oh my god, I can't, I can't deal with it. Speaking of kids, let me tell you about this monkey ass dream I had the other day. Oh god, I'm and I, I blame it on. The hibachi vegetables I ate before <laughs> I went to sleep. Okay, you know how you have those damn dreams and it feels so realistic when you wake up. All right, so I had a dream that I was pregnant. Ooh. Like, pregnant, pregnant, nigga. Like, almost at my due date, pregnant. Damn. And I remember in my dream that, like, I was arguing with like two of my aunties because they were trying to tell me like you need to go to the hospital, and I was like, no, I want to post up and watch Family Guy. <laughs> I don't understand. That sounds like your hard headed tourist ass. This dream at all because first of all, I don't even watch Family Guy like that. That's number damn one. Number two, why would I have to argue with? I don't know. It was just was you arguing with Candy too, Aunt? Maybe that's what it was. It felt like it. <laughs> aunt Bertha and Aunt Sharif, whatever they damn name is. And I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I'm pregnant. And I was like, okay, bitch, no, you're not. <laughs> but it really felt like I was like pregnant. Like, you know how when you wake up and you have to readjust uh-huh. yourself from the sleep world to the real world or whatever, like. I really had to do that for like three minutes. I was just laying in bed and I was like, oh my God, I don't feel like moving my stomach hurting or whatever. And I think another reason why I had baby on the brain was because I saw little futures, latest picture Sierra posted. Uh, Oh my God. I love him. He's just so sweet. I love all the babies. I live for these kids. Little Sebastian, little North. Yes, little, uh, little Layla. Yeah, that's Monica. It's, they are so uh, cute, but I had just saw a picture of Little Future, and I was like, oh, then I ate my hibachi vegetables and took my ass to sleep. Woke up pregnant. Voila, magic, bitch. <laughs> For real. I'll never understand it, but whatever. But it's been a while since we talked to y'all. We miss y'all. We do miss y'all. It's, it's like- been so much fun. Fuckery that's been going on, right? Hell yeah, it's draining. It's a lot to catch up with. I went to and and I couldn't take it for a while. <laughs> I can understand. If, if nobody gets you, you know I do. It's like the BET Awards happened too, right? Yeah, and I know you didn't watch it. I don't. I can't. I don't deal with niggas. So, <sighs> you gotta tell me. What happened? Let me kick up your feet and yeah, kick up the feet, relax your feet. Let me fill you in. So we can start with the pre-show, and Meek Mill's cussed out BET because they put him on the pre-show. And he was just like, I'm not pre-show material, but I only did it because I fuck with y'all. Listen, let me not say that because <laughs> that's my birthday twin. I try to see it for me. 
I really do, but he does so much fuckboy shit that no, I just, I'm just can't do radio it show real quick. at all. Yeah, and then I kind of fast forward through the rest of it because it was a lot of people that I don't really know, like Tanache and, you know, them type of people. Who? Right. You can just T- who is Tanache? She's like Aaliyah if she sung over DJ Mustard Beats. Oh. That's all you need to know about her because that's all I she does. I Google her. I'm old. And we thought about the show. First thing was Pharrell opened and he brought out Missy Elliott, which was kind of cute. Oh, okay. And then August Alcina won the Best New Artist Award and he went up there and he cried and not like a Oh, thank you. He had a Chris Brown. Like, I just put my whole hood on with this award cry. What? Like, he, he was just like, I, he was just, man, I do this for the streets, man. And the fact what? y'all see it for see, a brother I'm like glad me. I watch this fucking shit. The fact y'all shit. would even see it for somebody like me when I used to sleep on the floor. And, uh, it was Girl. one of moments. Like he, this is draining he took already. him a good five minutes to accept this award. <laughs> and you know, Chris Rock was the host. And he was going in on everybody. He was well, like, well, well, well. Back to August All Scene. Okay, well, who else was in that category? The best, the best new, new artist. I think it was Young Thug and... Young Thug? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you wrong. <laughs> no, I'm trying to remember. I hope you are wrong. I feel like I'm about to bring up Safari right now and Google this shit. It was like really... Re- and I can't no competition. <laughs> okay, well, you, you know... Oh, by the way, Twitter gonna let us know who was in the um categories. Y'all um, have fun with that. I'm a I hope Young Thug wasn't in the category. Not because he doesn't deserve an award or anything, but that's just too new. Oh, and then what else happened? <laughs> I'm really trying to think. Oh, <sighs> Jennifer Hudson needs still not. She performed and. August Alcina and Chris, I mean, and Trey Songs made up. This sounds like a fly. It's real poppy. August Alcina and Trey Songs, they made up and performed together with Chris Brown, and they had like a Red Bull Trinity moment. Oh, God. And this sounds boring. Robin Dick performed one of his new songs about Paula. He's still out here simping. And you know what? I actually listened <laughs> to the album, and. He has a song on the album about Paula locking him out the house and changing the lock. Oh, he has another song about she faked a suicide attempt for attention. Yeah, he was like, she in the bed crying, saying she swallowed 20 pills. I said I'll call the doctor. She said she didn't really do it. Like, I really don't get the point of the album. I thought it was to win her That's back. on some, um, what's the football player who did, his his wife did that shit. Or did some similar shit like that, like maybe a summer or two ago. Cromarty, um, the, the girl that was on the little reality show on E, the Candy oh, Girls yeah, back in the day, Terrica. Yeah. I love you, Terrica, by the way, but that was some fuck shit. What you pull, girl? <laughs> That's done. Oh, oh, man. What else happened? Uh, Young Money won Best Group. Oh, 
and they let Reason A. Carter, Tater Tot Ass, accept the award. And she was just like, yes, we're the best. You, yes, yes, we the best. We the, like, she showed her So glad I didn't watch this. Monkey ass. And then Tank actually got mad and was like, why are you even coming to these fucking awards if I'm not going to win them? Because he didn't win a BET award. Wait, how about TGT? Oh, what, what, but when did he have this meltdown? Was he on Twitter or something? Yeah, afterwards, yep. Tate just mad because BC just used him for tributes and shit, like whenever they honoring somebody. And they used Tyrese for another tribute. He still has performed his own music yet. <laughs> I never thought about that. Tyrese has been on BET Awards six times and has never done his own song. Hey. You gotta get your camera time however you get it. And then it, You don't want to hear that shit anyway. Throwback. They brought out True, Color Me Bad, and Silk to perform. What? Oh my goodness. I want to see that. <laughs> I may have to uh, go Google that now. You finally said something that made me perk up. Oh yeah, they brought back to Chris Rock. He was like going in on everybody all night. He was like, yeah, beat. He's like, Dr. Dre got beats by Dre, um, head beats, and Rick Ross got diabetes, head beats, and... Rick Ross got mad at tweet. He's like, yeah, that's why you watch now, nigga. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then he was talking to T.I. He's like, yeah, T.I. I heard she be swinging on Mayweather. He was like, but uh, Mike Tyson here, you gonna try that tonight? Like, he was going in on people. Listen, back to T.I. All right, so... Although I did not watch the awards because I have better shit to do, like read and knit, um, you know, comforters and blankets. Hell no, I don't knit. Um, But I did see when Tiny walked past Floyd Mayweather on a red carpet like he had some bad pussy. Oh my God. He was like trying to grab at her, her arm and get her attention or whatever and help publicist PR whoever got her the fuck up out of there and just kept walking in the opposite direction she was I really died. agitated I think they had an interview afterwards and they was like so what's going on with y'all she's like I ain't answering these questions like she was tired and that's like I'm not mad at her for being tired about that shit like it's what makes me roll my eyes so hard at these thirsty ass media outlets um, who just all in competition to get the first quote or the first interview or, or whatever. It's like, do y'all not realize that when that time does arrive, Tiny is going to probably talk to sister to sister, okay? Like She's going to talk to Auntie Jamie. She don't want to talk to y'all about her business. She don't talk about it on her show, if anything. Please, calm down, okay? We... We're so happy that, you know, you were able to get your your red carpet credentials. And I understand, baby. I've been there working the red carpet. And I know how exciting it can be. But at the end of the day, you still kind of a flop. No, I'm <laughs> but, but like, come on, man. Damn. This is not going to be the time or the place for that shit. Right. Stop asking these celebrities monkey ass questions and then like try to blow it up, you know, out of proportion when they give you a saucy ass response. Like, right. what the fuck? And you Come know, Iffy Alfredo was in the building and she performed with T.I. and then they had pans to Nicki Minaj 
chasing she's gonna be shady so nikki just started dancing and looking real sexy doing real unbothered and then she won best female rap artist or whatever when she went up there she gave this shady ass acceptance speech what did she say she was just like yeah you know i've won six seven times in a row already and i just want to let y'all know when Nicki minaj did Nicki minaj wrote it she was like but no no shade no shade no shade and she was just like thanks for saluting authenticity in hip-hop like she was just showing her ass and then afterwards rod digger tweeted and was like Man, y'all trying to get Nikki so the fuck up out of here so quick. Y'all gonna support the female vanilla ice? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't really think that it's not really shady to me. It's the because truth. it can either be it's it's the truth and also I mean if if Nikki does in fact, you know, write her own shit, which I you know, I, I think she does. I think she does too. Um it's not really shade. It's the truth. And my thing is about Nikki. People think she's always talking about a female. Most of the time, Nikki be talking about niggas. That's exactly. Forget. Like when she said that, I write my own shit. I think she was saying that because she been kicking it with Young Bird so hard lately. You know, Young Bird been ghostwriting for a hell of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I think she's just trying to say, hey, he ain't ghostwriting for me. He just picking me people some good just- It's another reason why I don't do the internet so tough these days. It's like people just pick apart everything that these celebrities say and just try to like, oh yeah, she was going in on Iggy or she was doing whatever when I honestly I don't really think that was the case. Because I saw like some people talking about it on my creep Instagram account and I was just like mm, nah, no, I don't think so. I honestly don't think Nikki is bothered by Iggy yet. Iggy got a number one single, but her album didn't sell. She don't open up her own. Like, she's still open for other people on tour. Like, Nikki ain't really bothered about Iggy Azalea. Iggy is still a, a new artist, so. And really, put things in super perspective, Nikki is still somewhat new, too. Iggy so. Dropped her first album in 09. So, like, you know, Iggy still has to. To run a couple more laps, just as and Nikki has to do the same thing. Nikki ain't been out a decade yet, so until she really proves her, her stand, um, you know her her lasting potential. That I think she has. I think Nikki gonna be around for a while. I saw her know. going into that Queen Latifah Eve thing, you know, TV then movies, just give up yeah. music all together because that's what she had it. I watch a Nicki Minaj sitcom. I think it'll be funny. So, yeah, it's just it's it's not always just like oh my gosh they shading each other the the women can't get along da, da, da. shut the fuck up like what women like you off. said she probably was shading a nigga she was like, she it's, it's more niggas. niggas who don't write you know they own shit than women because it's more male rappers than female rappers so right and Charlie Baltimore was in the building they had all what? the little uh, little flops. Little Mama, Charlie Baltimore, Nikki, Iggy, Missy, everybody was in the building. Well, Kim or Mommy do. Well, listen, don't call if you gonna include Charlie Baltimore and whoever else, Little Mama, whatever. You gotta they in their own category. Don't try to throw Missy in there like oh, yeah, flop I meant out Missy. Flop. I just met the female <laughs> rappers within the building. Speaking of, look, Kim posted the first little pictures of Royal Rain. 
You see how quiet it just got? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure she's a cute baby. Cause see, Kim, no it was, you know, it's one of them words. Uh, never mind. I'm tired of this shit. No, it was listen. You, that wasn't even worth bringing up just now. I'm just tired of this shit. Like, I just want more people to be like Sierra, damn it. Sierra posted like some little feet. The day you know, of. And then eventually, boom, we got our first picture. Like, damn. Stop. I had him dressed like a, a Jodeci member. <laughs> Future had looked like a little Migos. <laughs> but, um, yeah, stop teasing the public with your damn baby. Like, what the fuck? Just drop the pictures and be done with it. You're not going to get no money from nobody. Don't nobody want to buy them. Jet gone. <laughs> I've never seen Lil' Kim in Essence, so you out of luck. <laughs> if anything, she can like hire some um, a photographer from one of the, the wire agencies to uh, come over and take pictures and, and try to sell them for a couple thousand dollars and maybe that's it. But other than that, man, y'all just drop these damn pictures and be done with it. It's like I'm tired of looking at blue the back of her head. Back of her damn head and Beyonce got stuff strategically placed in front of her. Man, just either don't show the damn baby. To be Miss Bella from the Powerpuff Girls. Don't show the child, which I, I completely understand because people are assholes and they do say shit and they are mean or whatever. So I can totally understand them not wanting to put their child out there like that. But either show the kid or just show pictures of your ass because all of this side of my cheek side of blue eye like what and people be like yes eyelashes yes I'm like come on man damn yes yes too old too old for the internet man too old for social media too old for all this because what the fuck but i I bet royal rain is is pretty because look him was pretty i mean she is pretty looking she she still is beautiful in her own unique way but you know right it's not like the classic the prestige she got ain't gonna boil over to the baby yeah that's what you know that's People what I wasn't forget. trying to understand with these jokes people were trying to crack. Because Lil' Kim is not well, damn. I'm trying not to shade the lady, but whatever. I mean <laughs> She has really good moments with the right makeup she, on you. Um she wasn't ugly. She wasn't ugly. I don't think she, she, was, ugly. she was real cute. She was very pretty. And now I'm not gonna say she's ugly because that's just mean, but I just think she needs a better image looking. team. Nah, because that one dude stuff. on Instagram who did her makeup that one time made her look cute. Oh yeah, what's his name? It was Donovan. Donovan Lamar. Donovan Lamar. He yeah. beat the fuck out of her face in a good he way. He does fantastic work. He needs all the awards. He needs he the real all MVP. The that would be on my portfolio page one. Because I remember, um, even media takeout. Was like, yes, whoever's doing Lil' Kim makeup, <laughs> <laughs> she needs to keep or oh, whatever. So, uh, Royal Rain, Little Feet, and whatever else. But I continue to remain unbothered until some actual pictures come out. Like, really, people, really tired of this shit. Back to the BET Awards. 
say misspell Lionel Richie name all night. My mama told me about that. They put a T in it. Oh, God. And Kiki Palmer was there. She snatched all La La Little Lane. She did the little, you know, they be backstage reading tweets or whatever. <laughs> hey, y'all, it's me, La La Girl. She was like, hey, y'all, it's Kiki. You know, I got a show coming out. <sighs> Poor La La. I don't know what she going to do now. Half a food court life in a new city. Depending on wherever Carmelo goes. But I'm pretty sure Lala is in the boardroom negotiating. <laughs> you already know. Well, if we go to Chicago, I get three seasons. But if you go to the Lakers, <laughs> I get one and a half. That's, I haven't seen like her show since the second season, I think. I don't even know when it comes out. First on. season? I don't know. I think the second season. I quit watching it when I thought she was on the phone talking to herself, pretending she was having a real conversation. <laughs> it was during that, uh, your wife tastes like honey nut Cheerios fiasco. Oh, God. Yeah. And you know, reality TV, the number one rule is you always got to speak on speakerphone. That's right. how the first time I knew she was lying. Same time, her phone didn't light up. And she was just like... <laughs> Yeah, I tweeted a response and I'm not ashamed, blah, blah. And I was like, who is she talking to? Like, you wouldn't talk to your <laughs> image person like that and your PR person like that. I was like, this bitch talking to herself for writing. I wish Poe would have called and been like, girl, you talking to yourself. Oh, my goodness. I just love the fact that Carmelo is so unbothered with that whole process. And you like, you may see him once or twice. Throughout the season, can't talk. Um, and that's it. Cause Carmelo got rings to try to get and side bitches to manage. <laughs> Let me slide in your DMs real quick. Carmelo out here getting his um, what's dude off of the Proud family? Wiz Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get his Wiz Kelly on. Let me slide in your young bitch DMs real quick. Now it's time about no plan. I hope he's not cheating on Lala. That, that would be great. She's so busy. Remember when that um the girl from Twitter, Candy Deep Throat, was yeah. saying that she had sucked Carmelo Anthony dick somewhere? But she's like everybody did. I can go up for Candy Deep Throat. I do. She's about her money. She woke up, she's like May eight hundred dollars sucking three and a half dicks this morning. What did you do? Exactly. She used to be on um, Twit picking all her receipts um, to the um, ACM mm-hmm. deposit she was making. Man, I love entertaining ass people like that. But she was saying like, "Yeah, I was. I sucked up Carmelo, and I sucked up some some more uh, college basketball people." Or whatever the money during did. the um during the tournament. Damn, girl. She did bad. No shame. Did. No shame at all. What what is Corinne up to these days? She was in a studio with uh Studio. Stoja Boy. I think she back messing around with Stoja Oh man, Boy. never mind. Yeah, we gonna you gonna pass that one. Oh yeah. Girl. Girl, you are so she was oh. her blessing when she turned down Basketball Wives <laughs> LA. In the words of the great Soldier Slim, your pussy a throwback, and you know that. Please stop. I don't know if you know that she's best friends with Donald Sterling's mistress. 
Like, she the one who made her leak the audio. Like, it was her idea. Like, she put her up to it. Please don't tell me no shit like this. I don't think people like Superhead actually have friends. I don't see her having a friend. I, I see her being, like, a loner and, like, really opportunistic. And she doesn't have actual friendships. She has, like, strategic connections at the moment. Well, you know her mama don't fuck with her, so that says a lot. If you read her book, did you read her book? I read like little snippets. Like I didn't read the whole thing. Like I um I read the part and the part that the two parts that stick out the most to me is when she picked up one of Jaru's socks and sniffed it <laughs> cuz she missed them and like um oh the well, three parts actually. When she fucked Jay Z, um, and and he put on a condom or whatever. <laughs> yeah, for you. Usher cussed her out and called her a slut bitch. I remember oh, that. Oh, I I don't remember that. But my favorite part of the whole book was towards the end when she was like saying, um, "Big ticket booty hole." Oh yeah. Was stretched yeah, out yeah. and it was blood on the sheets and shit. Messy, messy, messy. And I remember, I think it was in the second book, she said she had saw Vivica A. Fox when she first got her surgery. And everybody was walking around like, what the fuck wrong with her face? Oh, my goodness. Well, see, it was no, I I, I didn't read anything past that first book. Because um, I really didn't even read the first book in its entirety. Like, I was just skimming through it. Seeing, like, whatever my eyes kind of landed on, that's what the fuck I read. But... Yeah, and I didn't buy the book. I actually borrowed it from somebody, and that's how you know I I was able to to get my fix. I but I'm not gonna front. St. Louis Public Library. I'm not gonna front when it came out. Like it was like a big deal because that was the during like the really kind of early days of black pop culture blogs and entertainment and stuff. And Superhead was like a really big thing. Back in those days, you she know? was. So she had her moment, but girl, it done slick almost been ten years. So <sighs> what the fuck? Calm down. I didn't even know she was still active in these streets. I thought she either. just took the little money she saved and. If her anything, she's it's like seventeen now. I was so. Yes, he's old, like older. If anything, she should have been like on her Eve shit by now. Got married to some rich ass white man and like living happily ever after somewhere. But she out here hustling backwards. Soldier boy, really? Sucks for you, Corinne. Anyway, but eh, BT Awards. I from the sounds of things, I definitely did not miss out on anything. So. Go ahead and watch the Cover Me Bad Truth Silk. Oh, I am gonna watch speaking that. of missing out on things, and Beyonce don't talk to you hoes news. You know, she's Skyped <laughs> in another performance. I heard. And throughout the night, they ain't show none of the awards she won because they didn't want people to know she really wasn't there. Oh, my goodness. And August Alcina won an award over Beyonce. What award? He won another Best award? Video. He won three. If you don't... <laughs> well, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to win, and I'm not saying that Beyonce deserves to win every, you know, award she's ever nominated for, but, but how did they end up in the same category? It's BET. 
So what other awards did he win? Best new artist, best male R&B artist, and best video. No, viewers' choice. That's what he won over her. Viewers' choice, male R&B artist, and best. Oh, okay, well, I can see him winning them awards because I can see like viewers' choice because that's like the one hosts and part crowd. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. I'm gonna let you live, August. I'm gonna let you live. Even though and, he killed himself in his new video. I definitely did not watch. I, I haven't seen no, I have seen one of his videos because I think it was like you told me who the fuck he was because I was like, Who is this? This was like months ago. Um, you know, for y'all that's <laughs> wondering what the hell I'm rambling about. But we did a story on Crunktastical and I was just like, Who is August Austin? I think it was about that Trey Songs beef. And I was like, well, who the fuck is this? And you was like, oh, he's a new artist. I'm just like, okay. And I watched um, the video. I think he has a song with Young Jeezy or something. Yeah, Make It Home Tonight. And I was just like, what is this melodramatic bullshit? And I was like, this kid isn't for me. Um, So what award did he win? Um, I mean, what video did he win an award for? Hope not that. No, it wasn't Best Video. It was Viewer's Choice. It wasn't Best Video. I was mistaken. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I I I can't deal with August. He seems like a good kid, though. He like he probably a means dude well. Who said he grew up listening to Life Jennings? So what the fuck is life? Ain't he in jail doing life? Oh man, that's too bad. Anyway. BC Awards sound like a flop, and I mean, not really surprised. So, ha, yay for me for staying in. I think I was fornicating that night anyway, to be totally honest with y'all. So, hey, rather get to the dick than looking at these flops. So, I thought he fornicating and going to sleep. Anyway, moving along. So, your sister K Michelle. Not my sister. I just I can't with her. Okay, so last time we talked about K Michelle, she was supposed to be going back to Africa. Well, going to Africa. I'm not gonna say it back <laughs> <laughs> because like whatever reason she gave, you know, whatever. But she's still on social media, like acting the ass. Somebody please grab her phone and delete her Instagram account. I mean her app because. <sighs> What is this shit about her beefing with Elle Varner over a Meek Mill picture yeah. or something? What happened? Okay, K Miscellaneous, I don't know if you know this, she used to fuck Meek Mills a couple months ago. Well, maybe like a year ago. And she's beefing with Elle Varner. How do you know what her vagina was doing? It was kind of known. I know she fucked <laughs> August Alcina too. I got my plugs and my sources too. Oh my goodness. Okay. And she was beefing with El Varner because she claimed El Varner stole one of her songs for the BET Matters album. And, like, El Varner's really classy. She was just like, I'm she's like, I'm not beefing with nobody. I got other stuff to do, like, make music and make money. So, it is what it is. So, she had, she had a picture with Meek Mills. Like, Meek Mills was hugging El Varner and he had put hashtag no curves on. And 
K Michelle like put a thing up talking about yeah, bitches be getting curved all the time. Don't even know it. Niggas be smiling their face and talking about them behind their back. Like it was really stupid. Like that's so that's so draining because I saw the picture and I was just like, it just really looked like two friends, you know, like it didn't really look like anything. And maybe he was just, you know, the caption, I don't think was shady or anything like. It's not more like an inside joke to me. You're right. Bitch, get a life. Can Michelle, wait, she got mad about that. Yes. Can Michelle is always popping up inside somebody damn comments doing some monkey shit. She beats with everybody, like... Girl, focus this energy and attention on becoming this generation knockoff version of Millie Jackson and go to hell home. Because the only time I can personally deal with K. Michelle is when she is opening her mouth to sing. Any other time, it's like... The only time I can deal with K. Michelle is when she was on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. You're being draining. You're you're so draining, sweetheart. It's too much. And it's Meek Mill. Are you fucking serious? <sighs> out of all the niggas. Exactly. Out of all these niggas. Girl, you on Instagram enough. You should read the meme. These niggas is for everybody. Okay. Black hair. Because, okay, well... Her and Elle Varner were friends. Yeah, they were friends. But it's like, K. Michelle, isn't she always falling out with people she call her friends anyway? Yep. So, moving along, whatever. No time for these hey, hey, No, thank you. Anyway, Chris Brown is out here living it up in these streets. I am not mad. I am. But, um, Behave, Christopher Maurice Brown. So he was leaving this club and of course he was probably on one, had him some drinks, you know, so he was leaning like one of Gabaray City Bay Ugg boots, you know, throwing up game signs and shit. And so of course TMZ or whoever else is like, oh my God, Chris Brown is, is, is in a gang and he's back on drugs and shit. Listen, if this nigga isn't locking himself inside the bathroom, to shoot up heroin like the grandpa on Little Miss Sunshine. Leave that man the fuck alone. Like, let him live, please. Who black ass on TMZ knew what gang signs he was throwing up anyway, number one? He probably wasn't even throwing up gang signs. I didn't watch the video. He was doing like the, you know when you used to do the the heel toe and you throw up your hands and do the love with your fingers? (laughs) It was like one of them moments. Right. He was just having fun. Leave that boy the fuck alone, man. What the hell? Leave Chris Brown alone in 2014 and fuck with K. Michelle. Like, come on, man. Leave that man alone. But his love life is taking a, a turn, I guess, if you're keeping up with all that. Um, Crash Bandicoot deleted all his pictures. Mm-hmm. And he deleted all her damn pictures off Instagram and they unfollowed each other. Scandal! Oh, I feel sorry for Crispy Treat. Like, she can't win for losing. I mean, really, at the end of the day, she came out a winner, though. Because we know who the fuck she is now. True. She's out here booking gigs. Um, she Wasn't she like a the red, car- yeah. red carpet correspondent National for the BZ Awards? Yeah. 
Um, she does like multiple um appearances throughout the week, all across the country and shit. She got her little small businesses, her hookah line. Her Why did she have to say small like that? Damn, you know she does like the <laughs> small things. Like no, I know, but I'm saying you small <laughs> shit. You got to start somewhere. But like you know, she's doing her thing. And she has like a clothing situation going on and she's doing some shit with herself. So it, it's more to her than just being a Tumblr icon. So I like kudos her. to you. Because I like Karuchi. I feel like she keeps Chris Brown good. Like when he with her, he behaves. When he go to Rihanna, he falls off the wagon. I have no comment about that, but I love Karuchi because she's really like the sweetest, nicest girl ever in life. Like I met her maybe a a year or two before her and Chris Brown hooked up and she was just such a sweet sweet girl her and her friends so you know we we pick out your name and everything girl but I see it for you but all they'll be back together I think though they always do they just need to stay together I like Chris with her Well, I, I won't look that far into the future with things, but yeah. Y'all leave Christopher Maurice Brown the fuck alone. Let him go and have his fun and go to the club and fuck other bitches and do whatever. Like, let him get it out his system. Okay. People tend to forget, like, he's still young. Like, he's around your age, right? He's like two, three years older than me. Let that man live, okay? Because I was fucking up when I was that age, too. Because so. I remember Trey Song talking about, he was like, I was fucking up bad, too. It just wasn't no cameras around. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I just stopped fucking up maybe two or three years ago, to be honest. So, the hell am I to judge somebody? And we shouldn't, you know, other people shouldn't be doing that either. So, let that man live. All right, moving along. My cousin, Rich Homie Kwan, fuck 12, (laughs) slapped um, (laughs) some fan during a recent concert. All right. So you already know the last time we talked about Rich Homie Kwan, we was adding his name to our prayer list because he had a seizure on a music video set. Now... This shit, like for real. Okay, so (laughs) for those of you don't know, Quan was performing at some sweaty black nightclub somewhere, and judging from the footage, one of y'all cousins tried to grab his arm or something to try to kind of pull himself on stage, Mm -hmm. and Quan stopped the show and was like talking to the guy or whatever like well, yo what the fuck you doing then he slapped the nigga <laughs> like really <laughs> I would do really? the same thing no listen could you imagine if Jay-Z would have did that when Lil Mama walked on stage <laughs> first of all Rich Homie Kwan rap like he got a mouth full of scorching hot cream of wheat so <laughs> The fact that you, fan, spent your money, okay, to see this nigga 
instead of using it for something greater, like buying some garlic crab legs or something, like you paid to watch his ass perform. So really, nigga, I would have slapped you myself. Come on now. Nah, really, like niggas have been shot over way less. So rich homie Quan, calm your ass down, okay? Like you in these people town, these these people city. You don't know who the fuck they know inside of the club with you, and you never know who got that burner on them. Just saying. <laughs> you for real. Get your ass shot. What that nigga say? No naps, long sleep. Hibernate. That's what the fuck you'll be doing. (laughs) You don't calm down. You'll be taking them dirt naps. And I hate to see, you know, a a young, (laughs) semi-successful African-American man on the rise go. But shit, you can't just be slapping niggas. Calm down. Let your security handle that, okay? Right, he should be slapping security for slacking. And you know what? This kind of leads me into the next headline I want to talk about. What is this shit about Cat Williams pulling out a gun on a heckler? Okay, so he was just minding his own business, and apparently a heckler came and was making fun of his height and his race and all this other stuff. And he just pulled his gun out on him and was like, leave me the fuck alone. And, like, they had called the police. And by the time the police had got there, Cat was already gone. Now, mind you, he had just got in trouble, I think, two weeks ago because he just pulled his gun out on somebody else. Oh, my goodness. And smashed a car window. What's going on with him? Crack. Oh, my God. God, everybody worried about Chris Brown. Y'all need to be worried about what the fuck is happening with Cat Williams. Like, he been cracked out for what, a good five years now? Crack rock, crack rock. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. He ain't been right since he went in on Steve Harvey randomly that one time. <laughs> I forgot about that. What happened? When he was like, I'm the new king of comedy. Steve Harvey watched. Like, what? When did he do that? This was back in, I don't think, I think this was back in 09, like when Cat Williams first like really took off, took off. Mm-hmm. And like Steve Harvey opened the show like he always do. And he didn't really say nothing about Cat Williams. I mean, Cat Williams used his said to go in on Steve Harvey. No, thank you. That's just, this This is a bit too much for me. Really, Cat? <sighs> yeah, I get Cat Williams to fuck up out of here though. I'm not even putting him on my prayer list because I don't have the time. And me either. That's just... Mm-mm. Anyway. What in the world? When I saw this headline, I was just like, this just can't be life. This is just not real. What's going on with Prince reading Lil Bo for absolute filth? Over some Instagram shade or something? What happened? So he did Essence Festival and... Oh, Lord, aunties in the house. Lil had to pee. And so she put up an Instagram post talking about, I couldn't go to the bathroom because this bitch had the, uh... They wouldn't (laughs) let me in VIP because this bitch had it blocked off. And I don't give a fuck who who Prince is. A bitch, when she got to pee, she got to pee. And she started going in and was just like... Man, I don't even like him. Like, you know, I don't give a fuck who she is. So he got on Twitter 
and he was like, capture this picture. And she was, and it said, I hope she know none of her clothes match. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. Oh, my goodness. Listen, Lil Mo, you probably barely got invited to Essence. Okay, honey. She wasn't performing. And that says, oh, and you an R&B diva. So that says a lot. They didn't have like a set or anything? No, you know, Faith gone. So, of course, they had no set. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And Kelly gone. So you, you said know, a word. No but okay, I don't look at R&B Diva. So which cast is she on? Is she LA? LA or Atlanta? She's on the one with um, Claudette from City oh, High, Michelle A, Shantae Moore. She on LA. She on oh, the, oh, okay. Well, it, oh, it will make sense why they didn't perform. <laughs> okay, I get it. But it's like, girl, you probably had to call a radio station like everybody else and get your tickets. She needs Come to be worried about is Murder Inc. ever gonna pay her her money? She worried about the wrong things in life. You worry about the wrong things, the wrong things. Like for real, girl. If anything, you need to be trying to get in good with Emily B. to see if you can and Fabulous can kind of come out with a mixtape <laughs> or something before the summer end and get you some coins that way or something like. Really, and this is France we talking about. Prince, nigga, Prince. Now, Lumo claims she said she said she was making so much money her accountant was still in it. She ain't even noticed. I ain't say it. She did. I'm just going to leave that in the hands of the Lord because... Oh, are you ready for some pop-up struggle video moment of the week? No, but please proceed. So, you know, Lumo and Kelly Price was beefing for the longest time over that um, book stuff or whatever. <sighs> and Lil Mo ran into Foxy Brown at Costco's and Foxy Brown was the one who told Lil Mo, y'all need to squash it. You need to call and reach out to her. That could be your big sister. And they squashed their beef over Foxy Brown. Okay. So much to, to process. To process with that story. First of all, it's sad when Foxy Brown has to be the person, like the voice of reason in a situation. Considering her fact, history. Considering her history and her okay. abuse of our Asian brothers and sisters that work in nail salons and beauty supply stores. So, man, listen, I, I'm not ready. But I'm glad they're friends again. I am too, cause it's like, cause Kelly Price got weight in the music industry. I was somebody, you could have picked another word. I couldn't think clout. Yes. <laughs> Listen, don't y'all hate somebody. bitches like that, <laughs> listeners? Don't y'all hate when people do shit like that? <laughs> you call me petty every episode. <laughs> when somebody telling you a story and you like. Now you know you ain't had to shade them, but continue. <laughs> Cause I was telling somebody, I was like, "How would you feel if you found out Kelly Price ghost wrote your favorite May song, which she could have?" I mean, she could have. I definitely know she wrote for Diddy plenty of times. Oh goodness! But kudos to you, Inga, for bringing them together, for bridging the gap. Can you please do the same for yourself and? Oh, so many other people that you have issues with? <laughs> Probably not. 
That's who need a damn podcast. Foxy Brown and Dame Dash. <laughs> Fuck us. Loudspeaker Network, get those two niggas, okay? Hell, Dame Dash was up at the Combat Jack show so damn much. Um, that should be like an easy thing to 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 get right. popping. That's who need a podcast. Inga did the Combat Jack show. She did. So they just need to come together and and do one together. I would listen to that shit religiously. I don't know. Inga's speaking voice kind of irks after a while. That white woman voice she put on. I would listen anyway. It'll probably be just like. Two old friends getting together, talking shit, or either like two old hoes who know each other business and just like, I mean, we ain't got nothing else to lose. We done lost everything already. So, fuck it. I'm going to talk about you and you're going to talk about me. I would listen to that. Foster Brown probably got some of the best Jay-Z stories ever. She do. I got a the vibe with Foxy Brown grabbing her pussy. Um with the gram. Yes. Um and I wanna say in the article she talks about something. I don't know. I, we have to talk about the next episode or whatever. I don't wanna misquote what the fuck Foxy Brown said and have somebody from Well Actually Twitter try to get me together. Mm-mm, her cousin to get you together. She sends them on people. Because I remember he cussed out Flunk Master Flex. <laughs> but I think in the same um, magazine, like it's a Jay Z article in there, and they talking about whatever. And I just think that's so interesting that during that time, hey, guess who was on the cover, bitch? It was Foxy and not Jay Z. Jay Z was just like a byline or whatever, and her article was ahead of his. So those are the good old days. Those are the good old days when the ill not not ruled the universe. She probably used to. Fuck the hell out of Jay Z too. I don't give a damn age, what that nigga say. That's nasty. I don't give a damn. Jay Z talking about he ain't never fucked. It. Whatever, nigga, you lie about <laughs> shit just like the rest of these niggas lie on their dick. Do you know people out here going up to Maya in the street talking about I know you fucking Jay Z? How could you? I heard, and that's so draining. She said she was at church accepting an award, and somebody asked her. I can believe it though, because it's the same type of bullshit that these celebrities and entertainers and whatever else have to go through when they walk the red carpet with media that we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. that they have to go through when they in their regular ass lives. Yeah, I don't know. Like you know, probably back in the day, I could see them fucking around with each other, whatever. Jay Z was a hoe. That's why people just tend to forget this shit. Like he's said it plenty of times on record his damn self how he used to thug these women so really whatever but as far as whenever he after his marriage or whatever like I don't know I don't be with that nigga right. so I can't say like oh my god he would never cheat on Beyonce or oh my god whatever I don't know but I just think it's crazy that people just got the audacity to walk up to these to motherfuckers and, and ask them questions like that especially in church in church, really? The spirit should be moving, not your damn lips. Be asking me no dumbass question. I would have lost all my religion. What? I would have just gave them that for real nigga, for real stare that you give somebody when they riding your ass when you mm-hmm. driving. Oh my goodness. Like, come on, man. But 
Why don't they just try to run up on Jay Z like that? Oh, I forget. What's he the nigga crazy. name? Julius. Julius, damn. <laughs> Lay their ass out. Right. Or whatever, but uh, whatever with Jay Z, Beyonce. That whole uh, group of rich, famous, super successful they're niggas. Draining. They're draining. I love y'all, and I wish y'all much continued blessings and success. I just don't want to talk about it's it. It's that out of the them. I only see it for Kim Kardashian now. I love Kim Kardashian I love all because of, of this Hulu watching, keeping up with the Kardashians. Like I just love that damn show. It's really a guilty pleasure, for real. And I see it for Kim because she's shady as fuck. I've been playing her game. It's so addicting. I love it. I became an A-list celebrity. Like I love that damn. Oh game. my god! But Kim is so shady. And, like, I can see why her and Kanye work together because they just seem like two bitches that click up together and talk about every fucking body. Like, if if you were going to a high school basketball game, like, you would want to ride with Kim and Kanye because, you know, y'all get to the game, y'all sit together, y'all going to talk shit about everybody that walk in the gym. Like, mm-mm, look at that, look at that, look, look, look. <laughs> So you already know that's what they do when they go to these events or whatever together. Because Kim get Chloe and Courtney to fuck together all the time on the show. Like, oh my God, what are you wearing? (laughs) You're not walking behind me looking like a musty bitch. Like, I love Kim. I see it for her. Like, I get Kim now. Because I sat my ass in the house and watch the season of keeping up with the Kardashians one Saturday. So I get it. But um the rest of y'all niggas in that group, girl, whatever, don't care. But anyway, kind of speaking of that group, Matthew knows still out here fucking bitches and raw dogging them and skeeting in them and getting pregnant and shit. So I don't really know the story. You're gonna have to tell me, but I read the headline. What's going on with your uncle? Apparently, Matthew Knowles has nutted up in 30-year-old Takoya Branscombe from Houston, Texas. H-Town. she had a baby girl in 2010, which is the same year young Nixon was born. <laughs> and she's filed a paternity suit against Matthew Knowles. Oh, goodness. And I think she's a stripper. Or she comes from an exotic dancer past. Hey. And she's dark skinned and she she kind of looks like his wife. I'm about to say, what does that have to do with anything? She's dark skinned and she looks like his wife. Like they <laughs> God. Matthew knows can't get him any of that that Nutella. Damn, like let the nigga live. No, really, Matthew. You You're too, too old for this you shit. You old folk, you old. You old. Like, come on, man. This nigga should have been had a vasectomy. When he knew, like, hey, I'm dipping out on Tina like that, he should have snip, snip, and got that shit taken care of. That's Come on, man. Really? Really? Dave's family turned into the, the, the whatever, keep the Coles. They in worse and worse. No, Keisha Cole family? Yeah. I forgot. The Loins, whatever they did, well, they all got different names. They getting worse and worse now. Well, side babies, uh, the men, sisters beating up husbands. I mean, but yeah, he was he was still married to Tina yeah. during that time. Yeah, 
So I was gonna say, well, maybe it's not a side baby, but definitely a side kid. Yeah, well, side children. When he had Nivy and Lauren London pregnant at the same time, that was just a mess. That that's just too much. But whatever, like, hey, he better um. At least they in different states. I give him that much credit. He better find a uh, another stream of income because. That first baby mama he got so fucking annoying. And I know she training that nigga for everything that he got. I don't think she paid he paid her yet. She claimed he she better pay a homeless shelter. He better find a way to pay her. He gonna be in jail. Beyonce, help your daddy, okay? I don't think she cares. She ain't talk about her daddy no more. I wouldn't either. Y'all need to have a yard sale or something and get these funds up and just just give Matthew some hush money. He need hush money for his dick. Like, really? <laughs> Your dick need hush money. He just needs a fucking hobby. Right. Like, wasn't he, like, a professor at some college in Houston for music business? Before or after Beyonce? Like, after. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't think he was, like, representing gospel people. And, he wasn't and flopping and not paying them. Yeah. Fucking up their money. Fucking up the tight money. Damn. Now you messing with God. And we all know what happened when you mess with God, nigga. You going down. Matthew just need to stop. Like, come on, man. Like You embarrassing, bro. Really? Like he had this great American success story. Because honestly, I feel like if Beyonce would have never decided to get into the music industry or whatever i feel like we would still know about beyonce and i say that because i just see her being somebody that would have made it big in corporate america and doing something like people would still know about beyonce in some way like she would be like really you know successful and whatever so i think we would still be talking about beyonce well maybe not us because we're ignorant we're coons but that whole population hey, black twitter, twitter would love her. yeah hey auntie twitter and she would definitely have features and essence and stuff about her <laughs> and so he's done a great job raising his his family you know his girls and and everything i don't know what the fuck solange would be doing but she'll be successful doing whatever she was doing solange owning a reassignment shop I was just going to say that. I can see her being like... And selling vinyl records and stuff. Being super successful online to the Tumblr crowd. So, you know, and Tina would still be doing hair. Mm-hmm. Snatching coins, doing sew-ins, and getting to the money. And he would be doing whatever the fuck he was doing. Wasn't he like... Um, Real estate or stockbroker? Xerox or some shit. I don't know. Oh, by the way, Twitter, y'all tell us. But, um... Yeah, they were a great, like, you know, family success story. And damn, nigga, you just tainted the whole situation with your dick. Come on, bruh. Come on. Damn, 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 Matthew. Oh, well, whatever. Good luck with that, sis. (laughs) Moving into reality rewind. I am still enjoying vacation bible school so i 
am unbothered with the current reality television programming that's out there. I do not watch television like that for real. It's not that many shows. My here reading these books. Right. The only show that I would watch is Big Frida's. And I will catch up on that later, you know, in the summer. I'll just, I don't know, catch up on the marathon or something. Or either just buy like episodes off of iTunes and call it a day. But, um, what's going on with Candy's reality show? They had the last episode and. It was the wedding, and it was so, like, it just makes you want to sigh. Mama Joyce made Riley cry because she was being mean to Ty's daughter. And Riley, they was, like, going back and forth over it. And Riley was like, can y'all just stop? Dang. And went to the bathroom and started crying. It's a shame she's the voice of reason. Now, see here, Mama Joyce. They say you need to respect your elders, and your days will be long, so... I really chill off on going in on you because I'm trying to be old. Okay. I'm not trying to leave up out of here at age 33 or nothing like that. So I let it go, but you got to stop this bullshit. Really? That lady is too old to be acting like that. You know, cause she was ignoring Ty's daughter on purpose. And then the daughter said something like, Oh, I don't think your mama likes me. And she was like, I ain't even say nothing to the little girl. I ain't even acknowledge her presence. And she was like, that ain't right. That's going to be my stepdaughter. And they started going back and forth. And that's when Riley stepped in. How you paid it to a child? <sighs> really? And then Rico Chappelle didn't finish the bridesmaid dresses. <laughs> so what did they wear? Well, Fantasia brought her own dress. And Rashida brought her own dress. Fantasia was like, oh, I knew to bring two or three dresses. I knew who he was dealing with. Ooh! At least she was honest. Lord. Rico Chappelle, like I said, like, these people in Atlanta must be paid this nigga in Trident layers because... Because oh, even on Married to Medicine, the next episode, he didn't finish the clothes for the other... He don't never finish the clothes. Like, like he yeah. has too much on his plate. He don't have nothing on his plate. It just shows he's not about his business. Like, he does himself more harm than good, but I'll get to that after. But, um, they had, like, a coming to America thing, but it was a French pavilion backdrop. And Mama Joyce was like, that's tacky. Which <laughs> I mean, I kind of agree. If, if It was just random. In my head, that's not really making sense. But, okay, not my day, not my wedding, not my vision. Let's see who all was there. You know, Tiny, Fantasia, Rashida. They was all bride. Phaedra was bridesmaid. Tamar was there. Sheree, Cynthia, Portia, Sherry Shepard. I thought you were about to say Sherry. Then I was about to say what? Um, <laughs> they had B. Bell DeVoe perform Poison. Music Bell, Bill DeVoe. You, you are such I'm a old. 90s kid. I mean, you know I'm young. Um, <laughs> I should have said BBB and went about my business. Right. And then they had um, Music Soul Child sing her down the aisle. And Ty was like, shit, we should have charged him for the reception. This was a little concert. Child, I don't know about that. That seemed like something, one of those, um, they have something, this this concert series in Atlanta, something on the park. And that's not like We just had that, the VP Fair and Music Soul Challenge and Vogue was definitely singing in the park. (laughs) That just seemed like one of those type of situations that if anything... I mean, Ty, really, what you going to do, charge niggas $15 at the door? Because nobody paying more than 20 
Right. And then, remember I had told you Fantasia got real drunk. That was like, oh, they cut that out. So I was disappointed. I thought we was really going to see that. That's the best. Would have been the best part. And, like, the little ceremony was cute. Like, Todd and Candy gave Riley and Todd's daughter rings, too. Just showing that they part of the family and... No. Mama Joyce actually did give away candy. She's like, I give her away, like, but she wouldn't give a toast. Like, she was still petty to the end of her days. But, like I said, Mama Joyce do know candy is a sugar mama. So, she's right, but she's going about it the wrong way, in my opinion. Just sitting back, I told you, now I see what Ty does when he has a security blanket, aka candy. Mama Joyce ain't lying. Hollywood divas, really. That's that whole concept. Just it's not working for me. It will work on YouTube. Some stuff deserves webisodes, not episodes. Okay. It would have worked in two thousand and eight when Countess Vine was still on the Parkers. Golden Brooks was still on Girlfriends. In two thousand eight, that that was still around. Oh, two thousand and seven. Let's say five. Two thousand five. It would have worked if all these people were still... Because Lisa was still on Housewives. It would have worked when all that was still working. I mean, but they probably... She wouldn't have been able to to be on that. Lisa Wu probably wouldn't have been able to do that. Because she would have been obligated um, to stay on one network. That's why they can't really be homie hopping like that. That's why a lot of times, like... You know, back to keeping up with the Kardashians. Like, when Kim first got married to... That flop ass nigga Chris, Chris, whatever his name was, um, and Lala was at her uh bachelorette party and all that kind of stuff. They didn't put Lala in none of the shots because you know she had a show on VH1 at the time. So Lisa Wu probably wouldn't have been able to do that shit, like that reality show. But so are um, we really upset that Lisa Wu can't, Wu can't do a show? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> The ring didn't mean a thing. No, like, again, that would have worked better on YouTube. We don't care. Like, and thanks I just, to you, I found Countess Von James' Instagram account. Man, listen, I don't know how I stumbled on Countess Von. I refuse to call her Countess Von James. Countess Von's Instagram account. I was just like, hey, this is like Countess Von. <laughs> this is Countess Von. Like, I felt very, very, very random, and I immediately logged off of Twitter. I mean, not Twitter, Instagram, and called it a day. And sent it to me and ruined my day. I was like, did you know she's on Instagram? With 2,000 followers? With 2,000 followers. That's okay. It's not the amount of followers you have. It's the goodness inside of your And I think in her defense, I think she just joined social media. No, she she probably been on that for a minute. I mean, this counts as what I'm talking about. But anyway, <laughs> back to Todd. I don't know, man. Todd. I, I hope he got more trick up his sleeves than this one, bro. Because Candy Show was floppy and Hollywood. I hope Hollywood Divas ain't floppy. You need Candy to. Show was very floppy. The two episodes I did watch, I was like, what the fuck? No thanks. So he was like in charge of like producing or something on that show. Yeah, it shows then because well, he produced I Dream of Nene, 
But like we said, it's Nene. It's going to be a, a good show regardless. Right. And I think and he produced Don't Be Tardy for the Wedding with Kim. If I'm and he probably had like more maybe involvement with, you know, Bravo side and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, Candy Show was really hard for me to sit through those two episodes and I have not watched it since. I think it's hard for me because I know Candy, why well, I have an idea of Candy's backstory. So it's like, ugh, I understand, like I, I think I'm too invested in the Candy Birds. Oh, honey. <laughs> no. Like. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't, I can't do it. I, I can't deal with Mama Joyce being like that. I can't deal with just all of the extra drama that seemed like just surrounded that that whole relationship. Like I can't. That no, hurts my heart. Like I can't. Poor Riley. I stand for Riley. So. Oh goodness. Leave that alone. I go Let's... up for the legend. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't deal with um. No. But I'm I'm happy, you know, that they had a, a great wedding and, and Mama Joyce didn't act like an asshole. Yeah, she didn't. She could have. She didn't during the ceremony. I give her that. So, whatever. Any other reality? <sighs> I mean, I was married to medicine and... Oh, goodness. What's your aunties doing? It's kind of funny because this is the woman on there, Dr. Heavenly, and she kind of like, she's just real honest. And like the one girl, Toya, they was trying to buy a house and they put $50,000 down on it and they lost the house because they couldn't get a loan from the bank. So they now they renting to own a house, but it cost like $1.8 million more. So she came over and she was like, how y'all afford this? Like I was dying. <laughs> and she was like, I mean, you couldn't qualify from a loan from the bank. I could. So why y'all living here? And she was like, was your other house one point five million? What's you in a two point three million dollar? Like she was like, I just don't understand why these women put on for TV. And she was like, Oh, see now you making me want to watch this. And she was like, What you going on vacation for? Cause you moved. Shouldn't you be saving your money? Like she is hilarious. Hey, she they It's truth and jest. So whatever, I'm gonna watch that. What what episode was this? The last one. Okay, I know. I'm going to hit up Mr. World Premiere. <laughs> it was it. in the first 10 minutes, so you don't even got to waste the rest of your day. Yes, I'm about to go to Sonic. Like, she was kind of funny. She was like, are you sure? How do you afford this? Because she had asked her beforehand. She was like, um, I used to work real estate. That's not how it works. She's like, Oops. I paid my house off. I know, honey. <laughs> now, under normal circumstances, I don't condone... Other people watching other people's pockets, but you know, for reality like, TV purposes. But for reality television purposes, bitch, this sounds hilarious. Right, put that bitch on blast. <laughs> now, if they were regular people like you and I, oh, I you don't mad. need to be I'm worried like, about what rude. the fuck I got going on. Right, that's that's how you get cussed out. But hey, y'all putting y'all te- y'all uh, personal lives on television. For display ridicule and everything else so i'm about to enjoy that going to go to sonic get me a a, a beverage <laughs> and watch this this sounds interesting and i, I, I can kill house. those 
those brain cells. Oh my God, but I can't kill my brain cells on Love and Hip Hop. I see people on my Instagram going in on that shit. They say it's so horrible. It is horrible. I knew something was terribly wrong. The last episode I watched when they were talking about that whole Beyonce and Jay-Z elevator thing. I knew they was at the bottom of the fucking barrel. And like over the weekend, Jocelyn's Twitter was quote unquote hacked and her and Stevie broke up and he was suicidal and he didn't go to the awards with her. But now they back together like y'all really. (sighs) I ain't got nothing. The only thing I got at was Jocelyn made that Instagram video that she was just like, can I live? Can I live? I don't do nothing to somebody but make money. Damn. Leave me the fuck alone. Now, that touched me. I was like, I live for this. But all that other shit, no. Like, it was so draining. Like, because Athena told Benzino that she fucked Stevie J. And Stevie J said he didn't fuck her. And Jocelyn don't believe him. So now she finna go on a love, eat, pray trip to New York to visit K. Michelle. And... It's, that's too scripted. And they gonna sit together and watch Mimi's porno and laugh at her. And on oh, the next episode, Erica's like crying about it. She's like, I have a daughter and if Emoni saw something like that, I would I feel bad <laughs> for her. And Scrappy got into it with the picket and he shoved her. Now, you know, Scrappy got a history oh, of putting hands on women. No, Scrap, no! Because, <laughs> you know, Diamond said he Choked her out a couple times. Wait, what? Diamond said Scrappy put hands on her. He said she said they used to fight. Oh yeah, that is right. She said on the Breakfast Club, right? Yeah, and remember he yeah. did push Erica at that kitchen table last season. You don't want no problems. <laughs> no, yeah. that's not right, people. <laughs> Scrappy, you don't sit your asthmatic stuff the fuck down. I'll be listen. Scrappy couldn't be my nigga. I'll be tossing his ass all over the couch. And Tammy and Waka got married at the courthouse, which is cute. But Deb was <laughs> kind of sad about it because she was like, I just lost my one son and I couldn't give my other son away. Oh, Auntie. I live for Deb. She is, I, I love, would love her. Like, that's who, how she go visit over the summer when your mama not being nice to you. Right. It's like she, Deb is definitely one of those women. It's like her voice is so rough. And you, it feels like she's always yelling at you, but she's actually being loving. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. I feel like she gives you good hugs. I don't know why I think that. She probably does. Like, she gives you good hugs and great advice. We need more of that. Deb, come manage uh, Neck of the Wood. For real. I love Deb. Like I said, I'll say this a thousand times. She is always the exact same, no matter where I see her at. It could be like, in LA, Miami, wherever I run into Deb at, she's always the same. Very genuine, very sweet. So, oh, yay. and then Kalina broke up with her side bitch because her husband is saying it's distracting her. Distracting her from doing exactly what? Music. You ain't released a song up. in three years. Again, let me not watch other people's pockets because that's none of my business. So get to the money, Kalina, but girl, if that was the case. But I know that's not like her bread because I know Kalina right for a lot. Of, I know she's smart with her money, 
Because I know she got a Grammy in Germany, so she must be writing to something. She's getting to the money. Yeah, like, it's it's plenty of money to be made behind like the scenes. I you shouldn't be stressing that she's not dropping music. Because that's not what's buttering her bread at the end of the right. day. Right. So, chill the fuck out, dude. Just like even Rashid, I just went on her Instagram. She opened up a pop-up store. She know what's buttering her um, bread, too. It ain't boss bitch music. No, thank you. I haven't seen it for Rashida since. Do it! Do it! I don't know Rashida. Do it! And she was like, this rap most stinker than a monkey fart. I said, what? I haven't seen it for Rashida since 1999, 2000. She had that great song. No, that was like... that was 93. That was the 90s. Like 95, 96, something like that. She's going to go back to making music with Petey Pablo. And Pastor Troy. Yeah. Do it! Do it! That was a classic in damn Georgia. Rashida was still booking shows up until, you know, Love and Hip Hop from damn Do It. So, hey, I'll give her that. Like give her that, but... Too. She hopped from one R&B flop to the next. She made all that <laughs> music with Nivea, then made all that music with Candy. Oh my goodness. But yeah, Rashida's getting to that money by being an entrepreneur, so I'm not mad at her. I just don't I don't want no music from you, honey. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. But I mean again, who am I to say, you know, that she shouldn't be putting out any music because I'm sure her fan base appreciates all of the things that she brings to the table. But girl, you would never make it on my damn iPod. Mm-hmm. Not any of this new music. But the classics, do it! Do it! Do it! Do that damn thing! Yeah, I'll work out to that, but mm-hmm. you can keep the rest of that shit. Oh, well, that's man. That's the only reality TV show I allow myself to watch. So. Well, congrats to Tammy and Walker. Um, I don't think they need to come back on this show. They wasn't needed. They didn't They wasn't nothing. even needed for this season. Too normal. They too put together. They too classy for <laughs> Do they even interact with anybody else on the no. show? No. Tammy tried to be friends with Jocelyn. They got into it. And then she tried to be friends with Mimi. I think she was just like, y'all too old. So she doesn't shoot like any scenes with anybody? No, she just be with Walker. And That's so stupid. Yeah, they... If, if Tammy does decide that she wants to do more reality television, she needs to be in a group of people who are her her age like this isn't working and this was her idea walker said he did it for her so i can believe it because walker just seems over he everything. definitely don't be on the show he be touring he really does he does a lot of touring overseas too mm-hmm. he that's that what that bread is Caucasian really. money that asian money i ain't mad at him better go get that um london hipster money but um, yeah, no. When is when is the season coming to an end with that? Oh, they need no. to just wrap that shit up. Wrap it up, B. <laughs> wrap it Speaking up. Of Randall, you watch the Preachers of L.A., don't you? Who the Preachers of L.A.? Oh yes, that's why I can't wait to come back. Hosting the reunion, Michelle Williams. Who? <laughs> when Jesus say yes. Now listen, people. Out of all individuals, I know I dedicated the last episode to Queen Michelle, but really, reunion specials are messy. 
Okay, so oh. why would you get the cleanest person that you could find to host? This is a job for Wendy Williams, honey. She just hosted the R&B Divas reunion, baby. That shit was hilarious. She asked Latavia to sing, and Latavia sung, uh, "Eyes, you know how I feel." Oh. And she sounded just like that. And Wendy said, "Oh, girl, I guess." <laughs> Wait a minute. So. Preachers of LA, are they having a reunion before they have like the new a season? Special, like a world okay. they doing now type thing. Oh, okay, well I can see her hosting something like that then. But I'm saying like, I thought they had a new season or something. I didn't know. It's about. coming out in I'm August. Saying, it's coming back I'm in August. Less, less, oh my nigga, that was my damn show. Let me tell you, me and the little dude I was talking to at the time. We would go watch that shit with his mama and his grandma. <laughs> Getting our entire life. I mean, hey, we still cool, so maybe I could still got to slide over there. We can, you know, hey, make I would this do a group it. thing. But you know how people have viewing parties for scandals? Like, we used to have viewing parties for preachers of L.A. Like, this is so hilarious. You gonna make me send some text messages this Aww. afternoon. But uh, they are a hot ass mess, and Ooh. I loved it. That is just like ugh, church people, you know, going what? through it. <laughs> and I think you might like the R&B Divas reunion. It was kind of funny because it was Wendy Williams, Andy Stone was on there, lying, talking about she made three hundred thousand dollars a show in London. What? Oh well, maybe. I- no. London? I don't know. No, I'm not one to count nobody coins, but because her and Selena was beefing because they were supposed to go on tour together in London and she told Selena, oh, that's not enough money and she booked the tour without her and she was like, you thought I was going to take $75,000 to tour with you when I make $300,000? They didn't even know who you was. Selena said, oh, baby, bye. She was like, I was just over there. That how you think we got the agreement? Listen, the fact that they could even go overseas and it's perform. It's an accomplishment. That is an accomplishment I don't know itself. some Selena Johnson music besides the hook to It All Falls Down. I don't know no damn Selena Johnson music either. And I don't know too many recent Angie Stone songs. I just know the shit from her first album and then like that Black Brother song. <laughs> That's a blessing, but three hundred thousand. Now that you say that amount, that's a lot of money. She getting more than people out today. If she is getting to that type of money, which I don't know, that's a shitload of money for someone who. Because uh, I'm not going to call Braxton you a flop. She but... makes like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars overseas. Which I could see because she was big. She did come out tonight and she's big overseas. Yeah. But, okay, is she saying like collectively or just one show? One show, hell no. Collectively, maybe I can see that. For a three to five day tour run, that's still a lot of money. That's still a lot of money, yeah. Child. And that's what Wendy, Wendy was just looking like, really? And then Kiki Wide is hilarious. Like, I live for Kiki. That bitch is funny as hell. What was she doing? Like, they had asked Angie Stone, like, so is your man ever, ever gonna marry you? And Kiki was like, 
Mr. Cam, Mr. Cam. And Wendy tried to say like, yeah, Kiki, you said, she said, I ain't say that, get the fuck on to her. Like, Kiki be so over everything. Everything, and it's because she really do act like herself. I told you, when Kiki Wise said, well, shit, maybe I'm sucking the wrong dicks, that's when I fell in love with her. Yes, because, you know, I, we say that phrase all the time. <laughs> I'm sucking all the wrong dicks in life. I'm supposed to be somewhere else. Because she had told, uh, she was like Mila, because, you know, Mila still lives with Music Soul, child, even though they're not together. And Kiki Wise said, girl, whatever, just don't bring no babies over here to visit me. Like, she be so over <laughs> everything and everybody. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Because I guess she is too. young compared to all of them. Yeah. So I may have to check that out. But I'm definitely, what do you say, Barry to Barry to Messi, Dr. <laughs> Heavily. <laughs> She's like, how the hell y'all afford <laughs> So I'm going to okay, okay, okay. Y'all got me. I'm gonna look at some current reality television, and so I can actually contribute more to the conversation. But I've just been so in love with our Vacation Bible School initiative. And for those of you who don't know, that is watching the first three seasons of The Real Housewives of Atlanta on Hulu. Reality television is gold, gold, nigga, gold in those episodes, son. Between Nene and the ten teeth she had in her mouth for the first three seasons. Oh my god! Did you? And I thought that was just me. I thought it was just me, and I was just like, okay, maybe I'm just looking at her mouth too hard. But then I've mentioned it on Twitter, and everybody was just like, no, she ain't have um. <laughs> no type Attempt. of teeth. Like when Sheree was like, maybe she ate them all off them. I thought they were just being mean. I didn't know Nene was legit teethless back then. That's what I'm saying. Like, listen, I'll be real. That first season came out, my television wasn't that damn big. And I wasn't so, looking for petty stuff like that. I wasn't. When it first came out. Yeah, you know, now I have this grand 48 inch television in my bedroom. <laughs> I can see everything, nigga. I was just like, Where's her teeth at? <laughs> it's like I'm catching so many things. I didn't catch the the first season because my television was little. I had that little joint. I was still staying at home with my parents. So, oh, right. hey. I was still on my um early 20s type of way with my little TV with the butt. Ain't nothing wrong no with No flat that. screen, honey. But uh, I didn't see any of this. And like I said, um... I would just watch episodes one time and just be done with it. Unless I caught like a maybe a marathon or something. But, but they didn't have it wasn't like, really Hulu happening like and that. Mr. World Premier and all that back then. I still right. had dial up internet where I couldn't talk on the phone and be on my face <laughs> at the same time. I I definitely was, was blogging on the um desktop computer back in those days. I don't think I had a laptop that first season. But um Hey, whatever. So I wasn't really catching any of the things that I'm catching now. I'm just like, what the hell? This is so great. It's so so good. Like, what am I? Do you have an opening? Like, what would your tagline be? Oh, like um, when they come in, it's like, if it doesn't make me money, I don't do it. Yeah, what um, would yours be? I don't know. You put me on the spot. Get to the get money, bitch. <laughs> My probably be hair long. Money long, me and broke niggas, we don't get along. <laughs> Mine would be musty bitch, stay in your lane. <laughs> Turn around with my, my peach. I'd probably be the one dancing in your thing, like Riley. Okay. 
I'll be <laughs> no. I'm really trying to think what my tagline be. Um, fuck your step daddy last. <laughs> no, fuck your step daddy. It only took a week. Like two chains say, fuck your girl last night. It only took a week. Fuck your step daddy last night. It only took a week. Turn around, smile, cheese with my church clothes on. Cheese. I I fuck with niggas that fuck with niggas that's only about they figures. Hey. (laughs) Get body, bitch. Me and you would be on there kicking it. We'd be the only two invited to the nice restaurant. Because we know how to act. Don't let this podcast fool you. I I have home training people. I have home training and class. And very all classy. that shit, quasis, decadence, opulence, mature. <laughs> y'all let this, don't don't let this podcast me. fool y'all. Okay? I, I got plenty of sense. People listen to this shit and they just like, ugh, I just read the site, bitch. You just, you mm-hmm. not for me. Girl, that's okay. Right. I'm still getting to the money anyway. Hell anyway. Money. <laughs> me and broke niggas, we don't get along. <laughs> We're just clowning with y'all. One of my favorite people was Side Pony Fei Fei. I was telling you this yesterday. When she was on that reunion going off on Nene. Yes. I'm only 40. What'd she say? Two, 43? Like, I'm 43. Are you? Are you? Um, okay. I just had a birthday. Well, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me, Nene. You don't know me. Didn't you just reach out? Faja. Like, you were saying she didn't know you had to present yourself a certain way. Right. Because, you know, she was like, man, what the fuck Kim talking about my baby for? Like, she was so... That was, like, that real raw phase. That was the phase that was on Tiny and Toya. Like... With them scrunchies in her side ponytail. Listen, for all of you... Well, I don't think it's on iTunes anymore, but... I think you can watch the episodes on demand on BET.com because I did get a press release about it. So, for all of you Tiny and Toya lovers out there who want to see Phaedra, check it out because, you know, I definitely have the first two seasons of Tiny and Toya um, in iTunes. I, I purchased the episodes. I mean, I don't talk Nothing about Big Papa being a foreclosure. And I don't talk about your husband being a convict. <laughs> I miss Kim before she got married. I love Kim. Kim was such great television during that time. Then she started having babies, and I don't know. She kind of just fell out and became unbothered. Right, and she started like she turned into Jocelyn Hernandez. Nene, a moose, I would die because it just came out of nowhere. Kim turned into Jocelyn Hernandez this season and just stayed in the house (sighs) and. Jocelyn did say I love him. She's like, I'm tired of staying in the house. I'm tired of just looking at you all day. I need to see some men's and some women's. <laughs> I could believe it. But man, we're housewives of Atlanta is the shit. I was just watching when they got into it on the tour bus. And she's like, I'm not your sweet, sweet, your uh, slave, sweetie, okay? Your slave is right behind you. Like, That's why you're an intern at Camelot. <laughs> You are, what did she say? She's like, you are a repetitive whore and you're a dumb bitch. <laughs> Kim didn't give no fucks. I love old throwback Kim. Like I said, Kim started having these babies. 
and Croy must be drained all Look, that shit out of her. Prejudice ass drained. Well, I don't think. <laughs> let me not say that. It's not fact. It's just opinion. Cause he's just gonna be like, who's all these nigga women in my house? And why they not outside <laughs> cleaning? Well, you know, like me and you had a conversation yesterday. Croy can't be too much of a outward racist if he is and we're not saying that he is i don't these are jokes people i don't know that motherfucker but (laughs) you know because he plays on the falcons with a bunch of niggas so okay Mm. whatever but he may be just like a lot of people in grin and bear for that check so i don't know i don't know i don't think croy is a racist i don't get those vibes from him but other people do so i'm gonna let y'all have you know Y'all I don't think he's a racist. I just be like, okay, I, I think he's a black quota niggas. for the moment. I think he's like us. We don't. He don't like niggas at a certain point, right? I think he's he's just like he's me. like Donald Sterling. I told you that Donald Sterling didn't say nothing wrong. That's why, yeah. Niggas, what makes you think you can coach these niggas? <laughs> he ain't lying. Leave that Y'all old man the fuck alone. You know he old as fuck and <laughs> seasoned. He know what's up. <laughs> You know, the thing that trips me out about living in the South and seeing old white people, sometimes they kind of look at you like, it's niggas in here. <laughs> and I think Donald Sterling come from that era, dog. Like he's he old. old enough. Like, people he lived he's through old that. enough for his grandparents to have told him slave stories and segregation probably, stories. Listen, man. Depending on where that man from, I don't know his background, but he probably called a nigga a boy plenty of times. Hey, boy. He just probably not used to seeing shit. Like it's you blowing his niggas. damn mind. I feel like he be talking about. They be talking about new money niggas. They don't be talking about black people in general. <laughs> That's how my honest man. I think Donald Trump was like, "Quit hanging around them new money niggas. Quit hanging around the <laughs> That's what he was saying. <laughs> My thing with Donald Sterling is, man, that man old as fuck, man. He done been around for some many, 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 many moons, man. So, he don't look at things the way we look at them. It's just like when I run into old people, like I said, in the store or whatever, they kind of look at me with the wild eye, like, this nigger bitch isn't standing in line in front of me. (laughs) How the hell? Who the hell let her in? Why is she sitting at the front of Olive Garden? Right, who the fuck is this moon cricket in front of me in the deli? So it's like, hey, again from the south, this shit. Unless you say some actual shit to me, or rather try to put your hands on me, I really don't care or whatever. So <laughs> Donald Sterling, that whole situation is just like, wow. I laugh. You have to laugh at bullshit like that, and don't don't always get so offended. Just laugh put at these niggas. Issues. Once I did that. <laughs> And I sat back. I was like, he ain't lying, though. He ain't lying. And, uh, what makes you think you can coach these niggas? <laughs> what? Don't talk to him. Don't talk to these niggas at these games. Quit taking pictures with these new money niggas. <laughs> He's the Daquan meme, in my opinion. <laughs> exactly. Donald Stelling is Daquan. Gotcha, niggas. <laughs> my favorite Daquan meme is that who the fuck told you, taught you how to make Kool-Aid so good? <laughs> <laughs> he choking the lady. <laughs> I fuck with Daquan. Daquan <sighs> is really Donald Sterling and vice versa. Ha, ha, ha. Joke's on you, black people. 
poop wow surprise <laughs> oh, we gonna get some hate mail you niggers <laughs> god I hate neck of the woods y'all are just so uh, okay bitch don't listen anyway, somebody called us a collard green sandwich I was dying that's lovely that sounds good I couldn't eat it I don't got the heart for I it. couldn't eat it but it's something some Paula Dean would make and that's a compliment Listen, oh well, you'll be okay. Anyway, y'all can see you to tweet us about Real Housewives of Atlanta, please. This is your vacation, Bible school, teacher speaking, okay? And if y'all get as annoyed with these Hulu ads as I do, because they wasn't on the first season. When I, I think, was- like, whenever you first, like, go and watch it for an extended time they don't show the ads and then after a while they're just like okay girl boop here go these ads right we know we got you now because i know i watched that first season straight me too and i was like this is heaven and then i watched like the second season started seeing ads i was just like oh no but i'd rather just sit through 90 seconds of that then three minutes of floppy bounty quicker picker upper and dr miracles commercials so whatever (laughs) Anyway, what you got for us besides Chick Cinema? Okay, somebody DM me on Instagram, one of the listeners, and told me to watch Woo, which oh, is a Jada Pinkett Smith original movie, and it has like Tommy Davidson in it, and... Trey Songs, the original. Yeah, the original Trey Songs, and Dave Chappelle, and some other people, and it's about like, her friends are psychic and told her she was gonna fall in love with an Aries and Tommy Davidson is an Aries and they try to date an LL Cool J give him like macking tips and sexy tips and um I know Dave Chappelle and Jai Parker, the girl from Hustle oh. and Flow. What's her name? Jai who's on R and B D with oh, I mean, Jay. Paula J. Yeah, Paul, her she in it and they like kinky and ain't one of them got a chicken fetish and she like put on a chicken suit but she's allergic to feathers okay well this doesn't it sounds sound... like booty call meets carmen a hip-hop room this is terrible the fan told me to watch it and the fan doesn't love you oh i couldn't find it i mean I'm. <laughs> you supposed to only suggest shit that these people can watch he said it's his favorite flop movie so i thought is it available on youtube I think so. It should be. It's so many sorry ass movies on YouTube. I watch the Fantasia Barino story on YouTube all the time. Now that is worthy of some side chicks in my spotlight. We can switch it up and say, I, we're going to go to Fantasia. When he told her, are you going to run a comb through that nappy ass <laughs> When she threw up at the table. <laughs> oh my God. When she was steak walking down the hallway. Because I read her book. And she, like, the book said she was ugly in high school and nobody liked her. But in the movie, oh, bitch, you the bad bitch of the school, but you can't Exactly. Read. I remember in the book, she said she's the struggle. She, like, she said she would write her name and she would just circle anything because she couldn't read the questions fully out. So she... I mean, she was doing that in the movie, too. <laughs> and you can't forget, Dwayne Wayne was her daddy in the movie. Oh, yeah. Fantasia, you better go down there and sing that contest. What? <laughs> It was so weird seeing him randomly pop up on the television screen. Like, we ain't seen you in years, nigga, and you just pop up in a Lifetime movie about Fantasia. <sighs> get to the money, I guess. Shantae Moore got to get her child support payment some way. Oh, but uh, mm-mm. 
Mm-mm-mm. Y'all can keep woo. Watch the Fantasia Burrito story. <laughs> so many golden classic moments, like when she stole uh, shoplifted out the store. Oh yeah. And, and uh, went home and the lights was off. Uh, what else? It's just so many moments in that damn movie. That part where he just tell her you gonna run a nap a cone through that nappy ass head kills me every time. Why would you do that to yourself? In a movie that you wrote. Hey. What that you spoke and somebody wrote down for you. I mean, gotta give up points for authenticity. <laughs> Kudos to you, ma'am. So, yeah, Ooh. y'all watch the Fantasia Barino story. Probably on YouTube. It is on YouTube. It's in my yeah. favorite. Don't look at Woo. I mean, thank you, fan, for suggesting Yeah, that's that why I did it. Just because the fan suggested Ooh. it. Jada mm-hmm. Pinkett eating enough. Mm-mm. That's fine. Because I remember the um the poster for Wu and Jada Pinkett Pink in the middle with that hair was just wrong. But anyway, Jada kept some bad wigs back in that day. It's like I think that's when she used to have like naturally short hair. But then like when she would do a movie, she would throw on a wig or something. Mm-hmm. Just like um in the Nutty Professor, that wig is horrible. That's all I can stare at when I look at that shit. And I love the Nutty Professor, but I love the Nutty Professor that too. Shit is I remember Read. I remember going to the movie theaters in middle school to see that. Like I think I was in ninth, not ninth grade, Lord, sixth grade, because it came out in ninety six. I had it on right? VHS. It was like a. I had them both, and when he, every time he on that beach and he lay on top of her and she sing to the sand, I die laughing. They used to make Jada have some fucked up wigs back in them days. She didn't get her glory back until she did say that off, and she had her cute braid box, yeah, box braid, whatever bob shit going on. So, eh, whatever. Anyway, who do you have for fuckboy of the week? Fuckboy of the week is going to Apollo, dumbass nigga. In memoirs of a rare bones news, he's been sentenced to eight years. For having over $1.8 million in fraud and theft. Night, night. Keep your butthole tight. Whew. That's all. He's so stupid. Niggas can't never just be satisfied with what the fuck they Why got. You always want to be a sugar baby. Right. You could have just been like how you was on your first season of the show. He was so good. He just watched the kid. I don't know what his little business was. Nothing. Like, not Apollo should have just cut her. That's what Greg do. People don't understand. Greg got a barbershop. Greg cut hair when he not pampering the Nene. And you see Greg been acting right ever since. That's all you got to give these men. When they don't <sighs> got to pay the bills no more, give them a productive hobby. Phaedra should have just gave Apollo a little gym and a little barbershop. And he would have been they, too busy. Wasn't he doing donkey booty? Yeah, he got like I went on his Instagram and he do like workout tape. I mean, workout videos, and he like train people. Why couldn't you just do that? He could have made a lick off of that, right? Why can't you niggas just ever be satisfied? Niggas always want an extra Hermes belt buckle <sighs> and, and lose sight and... of what the fuck they got going on. Dumbass nigga. And you know, Phaedra. She gonna have trouble raising them two kids. I guess her. I bet you her mama gonna move in with her next season. She already living kids. with them. Like oh, he see. said, um, in a radio interview that she lived with them already. Oh, see. So I mean, it makes sense anyway. She the nana. 
Paige got money. Like, I feel like it's if Paige <laughs> a prenup, if Apollo go back to jail, she can automatically divorce him. Hey. Because Paige didn't got back skinny. She was on Instagram. She been showing her ass with Candy and Fantasia. She back to side pony Fay Fay. That's what we fell in love with, so. This next season going to be it. hilarious. Well, I personally can't wait because reality television has been very draining. So that's why I had to go back to the classics. But I can't wait to hit pause on, well, stop recording on this podcast and go look at Married to Medicine and look at this damn lady. <laughs> I'm that's, so tickled. Like that shit. <laughs> I'm so tickled with her shenanigans. How do you afford this? <laughs> that's really I would have called everybody showing me like, go to Nene. Don't you get tired of renting houses every season? Exactly. Like she can be the new pop-up video. Just <laughs> pop up and see. How the hell did y'all pay for this? Why why ain't no furniture in here? I was oh, watching. Like, Ooh, this furniture cute. Yeah, I watch uh the home HGN, whatever the ch- HGTV. She was like, Yeah, that's cute. And I watch HGTV. And then she was like, I don't know how you pay for it though. <laughs> Goodness. My thing, um, would be like I was looking at one of those seasons of Real Housewives of Atlanta at Nene House. I was like, Nene, why don't you have anything on your walls? When she moved to the one that had the pool table in the basement, I think so. And the white decorating ever in them. No, 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 not that one. Oh, the one after that. The after, not the one when she was in Lisa old neighborhood when she moved Mm -hmm. again. Yeah, cause she's she kept fucking moving like the house that she was in when she nail um, holes in the wall to pay for it. When she, uh, when her and Great was going through it, like it wasn't nothing on the walls. I was just like, the hell? She moved, people understand, she moved every season. I, that's what very rich people apparently do. She was in her first house. They moved the second house when she cut her hair and was feeling herself. Then they got that house out of Lisa's neighborhood. And then they was in LA when she was doing. The new normal. I said that she came back and got another house. Well, I wouldn't say that she. I don't think she wasn't like actually. But I think she was there owning like, that damn house. I don't think she, she owns just, any. I think she rents. Yeah, she probably. Does, I think she like, just gets six month leases and go about her business. It's extended stays. She be on Airbnb like the rest of us bookings. Like I said, those people that own their house is Candy and Phaedra. Yeah, but again. Who am I to count your coins in I'm your not pocket? Dr. Heavenly. But I'll let Dr. Heavenly pop her ass up in the scene and ask y'all. That's what she need to do on all like reality she shows. She all the questions. She be like, thought you was a child of God. Why are you cussing? Like, that's her. She asked all the questions like we would ask people. So, kudos to her. I'm definitely watching that shit. But anyway, I am going to dedicate this week's episode to the number one stunner himself. Yes, baby Brian B. Bubba. You can call him what you feel, nigga. So, let me tell you. For some damn reason, like, I ended up, like, watching a video for Rich Gang. Like, the the lifestyle song with uh, Young Thug and Rich Homie Quan. Like, I don't know how the fuck this happened. It probably you know, had a lot to do with me being able to shade them shit locks growing out of Young Thug's head. He looks so terrible. (laughs) Because I watched all the Young Thug's videos just to be like, what is this shit on his head? (laughs) 
So I think that's how I ended up watching that uh, lifestyle video. And the song is so weird. I'm not going to say it's terrible, but it's not for me. Because you got Young Thug. Who's weird. No. It's all (laughs) But watching the video took me back to like the good old golden era of cash money when baby would use the beginning of like the music videos to show off that you know what it's not uncommon for me to trick off on these niggas and buy them expensive cars so like it took me back to the cash money is an army video when he brought bg that damn i think it was like a a hummer or something and then i started thinking about in the beginning of the um the Millie video when he brought Lil Wayne that car or whatever. And Lil Wayne was like, who is this? Who who owns this? This is me. This is mine. <laughs> so it's nothing for this nigga. And he definitely bought Nikki that Aventador. She said on her vlog, she's like, I'll buy these cars. I save my money. So it is nothing for him to shower the men in his life with gifts. Okay. So I also started thinking like, damn, Back when 2 James was just Titty Boy, like, he talked about the first time that he met Baby um, on his Codeine Cowboy DVD. And it was like he was describing the scene of Pretty Woman, like, for real. Baby took 2 Chains to the mall and spent some ridiculous amount of money on him. And 2 Chains was telling the story. He was smiling. Like the entire time, like cheese and like how you be when your babe bring you like a slice of cheesecake. Oh. And I was just like, oh my goodness. I want a nigga to do me like that. So you already know he is doing all of the same shit for Young Thug. So he is taking that nigga to a children's place and buying him <laughs> all the leopard print tights in the stove. You ain't right. <laughs> so for that, I say kudos, Birdman. You have been the Eddie Long of this rap shit for decades. Just quit rapping. Young niggas. And I just had to give you your flowers while you can still smell them. I just don't want him rapping no more. Oh, and I... At all. Because every time he <clears> rap, <throat> I just feel like he be in the store and be like, if y'all don't put me on song, I'm setting all this shit down. Okay, and they, and they like, get pressured into like just throwing them on there. And all he do is like one star, two star, one Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your daddy. Rub no, hands like Birdman. He don't even be on beat. He never has been. The only time I was saying along with rap along with Birdman was when he it was a big time for him and Manny Fresh. And Manny Fresh couldn't rap either. But it was like you you knew both of them was just like playing around and it wasn't really so serious and all mm-hmm. that. And it was just having fun. But like just Birdman by itself, oh nigga, no. But uh and also Big Thomas Yes. Not having his daughter be a thought out here in these streets. We were talking oh, about that yeah. too. Yeah. Region so. A, I'm talking about your tater thought ass. <sighs> anyway. Kudos to you, Birdman. You that nigga. Fly. <laughs> I'm just trying to say all this because I need you to come pay my um utility bills. Bling bling. Yes, he do. Come through. Come through. Put us through. on the track, Birdman. Sign us to cash money, young money. I ain't gonna Right. Care. It's a Paris Hilton a cash money. I can always. rap. I can be on beat. 
I can't do shit but get to this money. So I'm just like Jocelyn Hernandez. Hey, I can Jocelyn, Jocelyn Hernandez. Evelyn Lanzada to y'all publish. We can write. Right. We can be so, writing all the little uh, ghetto love songs. Yeah. We can write all the little ghetto love novels. <laughs> if anything, we can help y'all update y'all blogs and shit. Bling blow, bitch. <laughs> but anyway, that's it for this week. Uh, again, you can always hit me up on Twitter at Freshalina. And you can hit me up on Twitter at Sir Ratchetness. And this is a long-ass show, so, hey, Since I mean, we, we made up. dipped off on y'all last week. Listen, that was a fucking holiday time, man. Niggas we gotta chill. some time to live our life. Don't say that too loud. You have people popping up. This is your job. <laughs> your job is to be notified. Your job is to be black and die. Ain't exactly. That? But anyway... To our real true fan, we fuck with y'all, man. We love y'all. You know, I'm never really on Twitter much these days because I can't deal with them niggas on there. And but I love y'all. To the best of my abilities, I do check my email and I do write back to people that write Operation Get Chose at gmail.com. And I do write back. Well, I try to respond to all the tweets that I actually do see, but I'm old school Twitter, so I don't you know, look at Twitter on my phone or anything else like that. I'm always, like, on the computer if I am on Twitter. So, sometimes I'll miss some messages here and there, some tweets or whatever. So, I'm not shading y'all or ignoring you uh, if you hit me up or whatever. But I just appreciate it. We both appreciate y'all listening because you don't have to. You could be doing something else. You could be, you know, listening to some Birdman or... Twerking in the mirror to some big Frida, some other great <laughs> shit. Instead of listening to our dusty ass. So, whatever. It's love on this end, honey. It is. Because, again, we don't know what the fuck we doing. Still and don't. That's the whole misconception of this whole podcast thing. It's like, oh, we're professionals. And, oh, we people don't know what the fuck we doing. We just get on here and talk. So, whatever. <laughs> to all the critics out there with no credentials. Shit, we telling you we don't know what we doing so fuck let a bitch breathe damn get a life <laughs> but to the real trill niggas out there <laughs> we heart y'all nah we do appreciate it I so y'all. I do y'all continue to comment and rate and subscribe and whatever else and send nudes you know, share, tell a friend to tell a friend. You know, we just want to be y'all ain't shit partners in y'all head. This is all what this podcast is for. We're not trying to use this as a a, a greater tool to get on or do something. Right. Like, we no. just want to share the funnies and that's it. That's all. Like put some real nigga shit in your life. <laughs> Everyone needs a best friend that ain't shit. <laughs> so why not have two? Okay. Okay. This is what we're here for. We're here for y'all. We the Chicana and Tiny you can take to out to eat and not be embarrassed. Exactly. Okay. And this is just all in fun and whatever else. After we hit stop on this podcast and record this shit and whatever and send it in, we go back to our normal ass lives. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is all fun for us. So. We love y'all and we will catch up with y'all next week. So in the meanwhile, y'all hit us up on Twitter and just talk shit. We talk shit back. We do, but keep it cute. Y'all people be trying me sometimes. 
I don't really get tried because niggas know I'll just mute you. Cause you like the you. black Ella DeGeneres of this shit. I'm like, we know he got a smart mouth, but he young, and we like getting cussed out. So let's try him. <sighs> I mean, quit in, in the Chris day. Brown and me. Quit Cat Williams and me. <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm just trying to save the world and have people just have wonderful flourishing careers as bloggers and online personalities right. and brands. I just so. want everybody to get to the money. Exactly. Get to the dick, get to the money, and get to the coochie. That's all I want y'all to do. Get so, to the... To be cute. Don't get embarrassed. Don't fuck around. Right. Get I put on that summer jam screen. <laughs> to realize they in a Marlo Hampton. Shit. So, that note, we thank y'all. Wish you well. And we out. Bye.